Hi, and welcome back to the Hope of Mum and Dad podcast. I'm Becky, and this is Plus, and we're on to episode 40. Throwing in some curveballs in there because we have to re record this bit because the button didn't get pressed, and Becky was annoyed. So I'm trying to make a laugh. She's annoyed (laughs) me, and that's how pretty much everything goes. Everyone makes mistakes, it's fine. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, because I make mistakes all the time. We know that. Okay. We know that. Episode 40. Mm hmm. We're getting up there with the episode numbers now. It's a big I was, deal. I was saying to Becky, you know, all those times that you would come, come home and you're like annoyed and stressed out from work. And I'm like, come on, let's do the podcast. And you're like, oh, I just can't, you know, not today. I'm a bit, I'm tired. And rightly so. Got a hard job. And, um, but I'm always there nagging. You're trying, as we speak. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just there nagging, trying to say like, you know, like, oh, let's just try and be on schedule or whatever. Obviously, we took a little bit of a break uh, mm-hmm. later this year because things got crazy and that aside i'm not talking about that at all but that aside from that rather well done becky because it is you know i do all the editing and all the you know the stuff but like yeah well done you because it's all technical and it all happens that doesn't matter that's fine but what i'm saying is like you come home from work sometimes you've had a stressful day and you've got a full-time job and you just can't love it like mm-hmm. a lot of people could but i'd rather sit on my ass and watch friends yeah but a bit of <laughs> for the hundredth gentle time persuasion slash nagging from me mm-hmm. uh and we're still going and i'm glad that we did because we were looking back and it, you know we've got episodes going almost back to almost like two years now and you were like we were looking at um it's just good to document it and i'm glad that we did and thank you again for sticking with it and doing it even though you've had some proper hissy fits and moods and stuff you have well i mean everyone does about everything but you've really like you've been like i've wanted to give up a lot of time i can't be bothered to do i think it's imposter syndrome because you don't think that anyone really cares or listens but i don't we think about that i I just think it's just a good exercise anyway yeah imagine this imagine if we have a family one day yeah well yeah imagine we have family one day and i die that's awful well i'm gonna die at one point right? everyone is yeah Yeah, but what if uh they've got they can listen to these podcasts well they can listen to them if you're alive as well let's not be so dark No, but i mean like it's not dark it's like it's it's kind of like a connect it's a record and you can yeah like kind of and they might want to know... What would you say to your future spawn if they are listening and you're dead? Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Do what you got to do. Look at them. Don't be a dick. Do what you got to do. And I'd say, hi, I love you. You know I love you. Oh, cute. Is everyone crying now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Ah. So, anyway, well done, Becky, for keeping up with it. We are um, on episode 40. Mm-hmm. Double figures. Mm-hmm. I love saying that for any number because people go, what? When we recorded the last episode, Fuzz was like, what episode is it again? I was like 39, your age. And, he, and I literally thought I'd aged five years. He literally doesn't remember how old he is ever. <laughs> so it's really easy to pull a fast one on him. And he literally shit himself like, oh my God, I'm 39. Mm. What? I almost went out and bought a motorbike. Yeah. <laughs> no, you can wait for 40 I'm for not going to buy a motorbike. So, um, yeah. Nice country. We are up to episode 40. Mm-hmm. Things we've heard so far is uh, our first round of IVF. That wasn't successful. Uh, we had to, we tested negative, then we had to wait ages. Then we were ready for, we were really geared up for the second. We had one frozen embryo left to transfer. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
but we got COVID. Becky got COVID. Then I got COVID. That delayed stuff. Yeah. There was miscommunication. Loads of like admin problems. Drama. Like not drama, but yeah, period drama. (laughs) And we are finally taking the medication. Taking the medication for our second and only. We've only got one uh, embryo Embryo left, left. yeah, and it's our frozen one, and that's what we're doing now. Mm medication yeah so i started taking the medication estrogen (coughs) tablets on the 2nd of november and as i said in a previous episode you start on the first day of your period or the second day can't remember now um but it's only like a two-week turnaround really before you actually it's way simpler than the 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 egg collection stuff yeah, and all so that. so much smoother. You don't have to go into theatre. You don't need any procedures apart... Oh, you do go to theatre to have the embryo put in. Yeah. But you don't need anything removed, usually. Sometimes people have to have things in, in between, like... I don't know. Scans or checks. Yeah, yeah, just other things removed or procedures done. But we were lucky we didn't have to. Um, so, yeah, I'd started tasting, t- tasting, taking the estrogen. I think I felt okay. I didn't think I got too moody. Do you remember? No. But no. you were angelic just my as always, probably. General, my general status is moody. Um, so yeah, by the 11th of November, it was time to go in for a lining scan because essentially what estrogen does is it encourages your lining to thicken up. Um, so I can't even remember if I was like doing fertility foods. I think I was eating a lot of leafy greens, but you know, lots of people do like eat Brazil nuts, five Brazil nuts a day and I think take pomegranate juice. I did all that. I've got an opinion on this diet stuff for Mm -hmm. nutrition, right? Because I've tried to eat healthy and get stuff in my diet Mm -hmm. all the time. And it's changing too much too soon is unsustainable. Yeah. And also like I do a lot of nutrition things now for like my triathlon training for like Ironman events so like I I, I thought you were whispering something no I'm tired um, but the nurses and stuff like that they, they, when I was saying to them you know I, I'm kind of interested in nutrition Becky needs to take more protein right yeah and she needs a lot of hydration and what about this what about mm. that. and anytime I kind of suggested like supplements or like protein shakes and stuff like that which are basically like whey protein is great because it's like a good source of protein mm. and it's got all the branch chain amino acids in it as well, which you need, but it's a use. And so I was like, well, if it's good for athletes, why can't you pregnant? And they were just like, no, yeah, no, no. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I think that's a bit. But there's I think no, you're right no in saying you shouldn't mess around with anything last minute. It should no, just be I'm part saying, of your daily, di- your daily yeah, but a pro- uh, but diet. A, but a protein shake that has. A, like a good amount of protein and mm. all the BCAAs, which is just important. Yeah, but for me to start it during is not a good no, idea. That's better than eating like six lime coconut braid. Like you're all these weird exotic foods <laughs> that people are talking about, like a protein shake and things like Huel and stuff like that, which I don't mess with. But what? There's nothing wrong with them. Like yeah. I don't know why, but they were like really anti it and hydration. Yeah, because I think well. when people don't know about it, they hear about protein and it's just like about bodybuilders bulking up. And there's a lot of like proteins the best, the, on the market that have had like issues and had. You have to go with a good supplier that tests and has things sorted out. Yeah. The problem with some cheaper random companies is they get it made in the far east and stuff but they those manufacturers also make other stuff and they don't clean so sometimes you get trace elements of other stuff in it yeah Not well like, most things are made in the far east i um yeah but i mean it, all i'm saying is like 
from an athletic or athlete point of view when you do nutrition this way because you know you need you know stuff to make you healthy and the pregnant women need the same stuff what's the point what's the difference they're so they're very anti it and i don't know why i don't know either maybe we should get someone it's rubbed off on you because you're not like you're not doing it no because they told me not to yeah i'm not gonna fuck it up like because if you do something they tell you not to do and it doesn't work then you're gonna say well what if i didn't do that maybe maybe don't worry about it but there's no proper reason why you can't that we've been told anyway yeah no one's actually said why no but they told you not to yeah but if you can't tell us why not why we shouldn't i yeah. don't really get it because well, i'm just gonna trust the professionals like I don't most think people you're getting do. enough protein that's what i'm saying yeah and it's hard you have to like eat you know actually me and we, half the nation probably and i'm not even a vegetarian so chill but chill we, out my my diet's fine i know it's fine but if if i'm just interested in general you know when they give advice to pregnant women and stuff mm. like that what's wrong with supplementing stuff if you're not well they do supplement stuff because most women are on pregnancy vitamins that's a supplement Mm. so they are getting stuff that they need yeah i'm on about like diet stuff not like vitamins i'm on about like protein basically Mm. because it's really hard to get enough protein yeah if anyone out there knows let us know but like literally um it's really weird to buy this so anti uh, Mm. any sort of protein supplements mm. anyway back to that we got to the 11th of november lining scan um to see if it was nice and thick and um that's done with wonder dildo cam whatever you want to call it how rude um an internal scan and they just check it has to be i think it has to be a minimum of 7.5 or 8 millimeters thick and it was fine they were happy with how it was looking so they booked us in for another pcr test three days later no on the 15th doesn't matter and then booked us in for a transfer on the 18th of november which was exciting because we finally had a date we would be reunited with the embryo that it's back in the right place yeah um it's like we are we've been through so much ups and downs and with the first transfer and yeah. the testing at the wrong time and all, you know, like... It, it the was, PCR test went well. Do you and f- yeah, do you think by the time we got to the second one, we were, like, just a bit exhausted from all of it? Like, so you kind of, yeah. like, oh, just chuck it in. See yeah. What like. The one thing I did do supplement-wise was um, I was having... Um, we, ha- we have this, uh, like, vitamin drink called Super Greens. I yeah. was having it's that. It's kind of similar to like our athletic greens, which is what I was looking for, but we can't get it. It's got country. like spirulina and like, yeah. like I said, leafy greens are important for fertility stuff. So mm. it's like a green juice, a green smoothie. So I was having that powder with banana and water every morning for breakfast. We need to do that more often. I still yeah. don't take it. I should. Yeah. I'm so bad. That's why I was doing extra. And it was... I mean, it's gross. It tastes like pond water, but hence why it I add banana. It doesn't like pond water It does. It proper makes no, me feel sick. No, it looks like pond water. That's no, it why tastes disgusting. It... No. If I have it without banana and just have it with water, I have to have it as a tiny shot because it's so gross. Oh, you make such a meal out of it as well. <laughs> You're literally like... Aah! Yeah. And I'm just so... like... That was good. Yeah. Mm. So we had the PCR test. We had our date. Now, it came to transfer and um, I don't know. There was a less of a worry about it because i was really nervous about the last one like i said i hadn't really been into hospital for much much um and this time obviously it was less of an unknown do you yeah but do you think the first stuff kind of affected us so that like by the 
we're a bit we're, jaded we're, is that yeah mean? yeah J- i don't i think so yeah <clears throat> but like yeah, going I, in for the first time it was so like up and down and miscommunication and this that and yeah. it's like well actually the miscommunication came after when it came to like booking our second one yeah but you just you get so like just oh god come on what like, I haven't mentioned before as well is that our last embryo transfer was on a Saturday and the consultant who transferred the embryo, I felt like he was just not happy to be there on a Saturday. pulled him away from his golf or something. Yeah, like I just didn't feel like he was bothered. Like, He's doing that and we are... Why does it do that? Shall I just go again? So just say from the consultant. We're back in a room. So I didn't mention before, but the consultant that we had last time, our transfer was on a Saturday and I really felt like he didn't want to be there. Um, I just got this vibe. So I, I mean, like, I didn't think about it at the time, but more so after it failed. But yeah going into this transfer I was happy it wasn't on a Saturday it was on a Thursday and um, we had to go in early again super early to have it done Fuzz wasn't allowed to come in um, but if we were there to fill out paper if if I was there for a completely not needed to be there reason I could go in yeah but when it's like want to hold my hand reason you can't go in yeah yeah nuts and did you and you saw other you saw couples in there right yeah there were other couples in there doing things that we'd done before like sign papers i guess so what's the point i don't know but so i went in i got briefed there's no anesthetist this time the nurses came to see me got dressed and then they send the consultant in and who pulls a curtain again but that consultant that i felt let us down last time um the same one but he was super did he have a spring in his step this time or? he was much happier and super friendly and Thursday then he was like i think he said something like let's get you pregnant and then when we were when we- i hope you clarified how <laughs> yeah don't uh, be gross that's minging okay so um yeah i think that's a funny joke it is funny but so gross if you said it you there in to... the room <laughs> awkward <laughs> um yeah so i was there with my legs in stirrups again and it just felt like this time it took a little bit longer it was not as straightforward not like they put the catheter in yeah, but the, f- the first time was um is it exactly the same procedure? It's exactly the same procedure. So oh, I haven't even mentioned that, obviously, because it's a frozen embryo transfer, you don't know until that morning if it's going to survive the thaw, because mm. there's a high chance that they won't survive. But we were lucky. Obviously, if I've got my legs in the air, then <laughs> it survived. The embryo was okay. It defrosted nicely, like a pack of chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> why? Well, no one defrosts chicken nuggets, so... Yeah, that's a bit weird. That is weird. Maybe. You cook them from frozen. Yeah um anyway it was alive and well um but it just took a long time for them to put it in like i said last time do you think that might do you think that might be the difference between the first one yeah, working and the other one? because they do a scan at the same time and he kept on moving it around and eventually he took the ultrasound scan thing off the nurse and scanned me himself to find out the position that he wanted it to go in so mm. i think he was determined for it to work maybe because he knew that he did the last one and it didn't work or maybe mm. because it just wasn't saturday it's a muck can of worms that doing it because you could because it's got such a personal relevance to you you can look into everything yeah like, so if you if you are booked in on a saturday don't worry i'm sure it'll be fine i'm sure your consultant will be wonderful and but at the same i mean time, it's not his fault if, that it didn't work if it was me though and i felt like someone was being a bit 
weird and like mm. not paying proper attention i would probably and this is me and i'm pr- probably a dick and people can say whatever but if i felt like someone was being a bit weird or off i'd say are you okay yeah you but I mean? you can't change it like no i just be in like, the moment are you okay because if someone you can just tell when someone's not you're very <clears throat> it's very different though when I you're could, in a hospital setting the doctor and the nurses have um a superiority over you to a de- no that's they the wrong do- way to no you Maybe were in charge wrong. of your own body yeah no but- everyone this is this is something that's come up before and i spoke to a doctor about it but basically like there's old the old school way of like doctoring is you do what i say because i know that's not finish, what i'm let implying finish, let finish right and then the second method of kind of delivery medicine is um like to try and win over the patient so <clears throat> you suggest to them hey I think we should do this. What do you think? And then, like, let's do yeah, it together. Yeah, but that's not what I'm implying. You've could, got the no, wrong no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, if the if the guy like came across quite abrupt or like not very engaging and whatever, then that's not great, is it? Yeah, but you've completely missed the point because you're saying I didn't have autonomy over my own body. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is naturally in society, there's like like preconceptions and and social cues social not social cues social dynamics and like social norms and yeah there's an air of authority if someone yeah. is a doctor yeah, like they sure. know but more if, than but you if someone looked like they were, i'm not gonna question them no while I mean, they're in the middle of a procedure if, yeah not in, Just, the mid, not in the middle of it but what i'm saying is i i wasn't there so i wouldn't know but what i was yeah what but I'm, you don't know until you're there know, but what i'm saying is if it's a big deal yeah and if you feel like something like something's a bit off you shouldn't be scared to say not be rude or anything but just say oh is everything okay yeah but what could they change you've got your legs in the air you've got an embryo that can't go back in the freezer i wasn't about the middle of the procedure i'm just saying if like you told me you had this impression yeah that like yeah so and that's all i'm saying Mm. anyway anyway (laughs) um yeah so it took a little bit longer he did the whole ultrasound himself was happy then with the position of the catheter and shot the embryo in there and then same as before they get they get they take a picture of it of your uterus with the embryo the little white liquid dot you can see in there and let you video the screen and then it's pretty much in and out one bam thank you ma'am like you're pregnant until was, proven up now longer this time than the first time yeah that's that's weird though isn't it it's the same procedure yeah but everyone's body's different like your body changes i don't know did you have a nurse on the first one as well you have two nurses and the embryologist and the consultant <clears throat> hmm. well you know we can't like you said there's not much control you have over it yeah. but it's still interesting to look back on and think why was that so fast and why was that anyway so something else that we did differently this time i think i took the next day off work possibly yeah, I think you said you were talking about it, saying, like, you know, I don't want to... Because oh, the first time you went straight back to work, right? No, the first time I stayed off work for the two-week wait. Right. And this time, I think I stayed off the following day. Or maybe I didn't. Basically, I think you did. it was a morning procedure. And then I came home, didn't work. And then I don't know if I went in on the Friday or not. Either I, way... I remember us having a conversation about it, and you said, um, I don't want to be off. And I was like, oh, come on, just rest, lie yeah. in bed and rest up. And you were like, nope, yeah. so, do what I want. I well, what I want. anyway, for the two-week wait in general, maybe the Friday I was off, I can't remember, but I went back to work. And I felt it was so much better for me this time because 
I wasn't thinking about it all day every day because if you take time off you have more time to think and all you're going to think about is that because it's what you want Um, um, yeah so that was that so the two week wait went quicker for me really yeah in general so you weren't as anxious about it it was a lot more manageable yeah how did you feel about it this time like you said I I was just like I'm just going to switch off until Mm. we go in because there's nothing you can do about it yeah and like I was yeah I'm I'm like that generally anyway but then I got sucked into all the hype of the testing early and that stuff with you last time yeah I was like no not allowed I think we ordered a test so the test date this time was like the 2nd of December I, I think you said oh we need like the next day or the day of you were we, like let's go and buy some tests and I was like no I just we, wanted to have them in I but know, you wouldn't no, let us no, have them in no because it's just a slippery and slope then and then I think we ordered them say like we were going to test on the Thursday we ordered them on the Monday so that we would definitely have them in time but then they came the next day so I was like oh look them. look what arrived and I was like mm. I literally hit and them. you literally hit them you were really good because i i got on that trip i got on that trip before and it was nothing yeah I was, i'm like generally not like that and then you just go on and on and on and on and on and i, I get into it then i wasn't pestering you to test more in june you were you were talking about it no i wasn't i tested early yeah yeah but. so the weight was a lot easier yeah. things were going kind of all right becky was back in becky was like working and not resting as much i wasn't symptom spotting either i hadn't noticed anything like maybe it's strange you were occupied. Or, yeah yeah probably i think i was a bit twingy yeah so i don't know what else generally a lot better and i don't know if that's because of the i was body. twingy the first time when it didn't work as well yeah i don't know if it was just because of the going through uh, you know all that stuff in the first time and then the second one's a lot easier yeah. or wherever but so we just had to wait but this time i kept busy and carry on a minute i'm just gonna stop cocoa making all this racket. yeah this time i kept busy and like i said last in the last few episodes i made plans so um one of my friends was one of my oldest friends came down to cardiff and took us out for dinner and um we went to see a concert that was really awesome that was a really fun thing to do to keep me busy and um i'm sure there are other things i did but i can't remember i think we might have gone away did we go away or this is a problem with catching helped up you do stuff. a wedding i can't remember but we kept busy we had things oh i know what we did oh. during the two-week wait we booked a trip to iceland um and it was a really nice thing to do because it was like oh well that's something to look forward to whether it works or not was it yeah was that in a wait yeah in the two-week wait yeah we um so another little tip for everyone yeah uh, we subscribed to this thing called jack's fly club um because becky's a teacher everything's just mega expensive whenever mm. you want to go away but jack's fly club you pay for like a little email thing and then they'll just give you these like random really really cheap flights yeah and the iceland trip was amazing it was like 30 yeah. quid each yeah. for the flight return flights to iceland it was really good yeah carry on because i'm gonna have to kick coco up yeah so that was nice because you know when you book a holiday you're just super excited to have something organized um so there was that thrill of booking to go away especially after covid because we haven't been abroad for so long i think this was the time when everything covid was like very calm and stuff this was pre-omicron right so like everything was like oh yeah we're all just used to it now yeah yeah so it was nice we booked that to go away in february and we're really excited so yeah. then we, you know, I think that's all we can say really, because I think next time we'll talk about test day. Yeah. So full disclosure, 
so the next episode is the last kind of pre-recorded one right yeah probably i think the next episode we're going to do is like the uh the last pre-recorded one mm. although i thought we were going to do on this one but uh yeah so anyway um no the, the next episode we got is the last one and then we should be live and updating like in real time and stuff mm-hmm. so thanks for being with us with all the like past tense and all this stuff so we are a little bit a tiny 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 little bit ahead of the updates that we're talking about now but the next episode uh in the next episode we're going to talk about uh what we're we going to talk about actually I'll tell you what let's you leave it a bit yeah a bit sp- spooky tune in next week to find out more tune in next week and there's a big update and we will get into it all properly and stuff and we've actually got some i think yeah we've got some footage and stuff yeah of like some a bit going in and real hospital time, and bits real like time footage yeah so we'll the next one will be a little bit different a bit bit more uh in the in, moment yeah a bit more in the moment stuff and then after that one we will just be catching up as normal non-going back in time people yay if you yeah so thanks again guys um all the same stuff that we tell you if you want to get in touch if you want to come and have a chat and tell us about your ivf journey then you can do so just get in touch with us via instagram mm-hmm. becky's on instagram you can check at hope and mum and dad yeah so it's literally just at hope and mum dad all one word um share it with the people who if you think it's interesting if you're a medical pro- professional blah, 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 blah. if you're a medical <laughs> professional cringing at what we're saying because we're not right <laughs> um and you got any opinions and you want to kind of talk about stuff or whatever, clarify things clarify things tell me we've got something wrong wherever happy to do that we're just going off our experience we're not medical people you shouldn't listen to us for medical advice ever we're just telling you about our experiences and our journey so far so yeah like comment and subscribe if you listen if you're watching on youtube and you can listen everywhere you get your podcast from mm-hmm. and you know and just help us share it with the people that might appreciate it. it might be relevant yeah have a really nice day see you in a bit bye